Today we're joined by Billy Story, and uh, Billy is a creator that we work with on a, on a Vesse, and I'm so glad he's come into the studio today. We chatted everything from RuneScape all to learning how to grow your Instagram, so it's quite a, a diverse selection of content that we created. So um, yeah, I think we'll just get straight into the episodes and, uh, and crack on. Is there like a hybrid between like DJ set podcast? You know what I mean? Yeah, maybe we could ask them if they could knock one of the walls. Ten minutes chat, ten minutes tune, like, maybe that's what it was. You seem to me like you are the kind of guy that does like like a bit of DJing. You do that? I, nah, nah, nah. I'm not not even touched, maybe virtual DJ when I was like 12. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know those times where you do like the little chipmunk effect? Yeah. It's like, oh, send me that. Yeah, Yeah, I'm going to be a producer. You know what? I'm going to be a real deal. Nah, I'm not, I'm not. Um, I would like to. Yeah. Uh, especially with like um like Fred again at the moment. Oh like, my god! Everyone loves Fred again, didn't oh they? Oh my it's... god! I, he's absolutely genius. Yeah, isn't we've he? been talking about him quite yeah. a lot, haven't we? Yeah. yeah, I've just been. Have you? Did you watch that thing with Zane Lowe? The uh, the video he did with him. Um, I think I might have seen TikToks of it. Is that where he's doing yeah. like the demos? Yeah, 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 yeah. You definitely saw. TikToks yeah, of it. yeah, it's been ripped up, but it was like an hour long chat that he had with him. Yeah, and then he's just like, let me try this out. Like, what the Doing? Like he's actually making a song just there. Like I know. That. Yeah, I know. Genius. But he did that in the so boiler room cool. set, didn't he? he? Like literally copied the boiler room set. Yeah. 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 I knew the guy that did the MC intro to that, so I found Fred again and that set through him. He put it on his stories. Like, oh, I introduced like Fred again like that. I was yeah. like, oh, let me see what this is. Yeah. Like, left it on. I was like, wow. Like, what? What a guy. Incredible. Yeah. He's come out of nowhere. Like, uh, like he only started making music into like 2019, 2020. Did he? Yeah. Usually these people have like a 10 year <clears throat> background and then you think, yeah. oh, they came out of nowhere, but yeah. they don't. But it sounds like Fred actually has not come I, out of nowhere, but he's blown up and is, yeah. I don't know how he's done it. I think it's he was producing stuff for other people. And then yeah. He oh, was he? Stuff and himself. I think he was doing stuff <clears throat> under different names as well. That's what I, I really? don't know how true that is, but I think he's like rebranded himself a couple of times and that's where the name I don't know how true this, this might be complete BS and someone's told me in the smoking area like <laughs> the reason why his name's Fred again is that's that, the best source of intel yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was yeah it was apparently it's like he was like right I need to rebrand and it's like fuck it I'll just be Fred again like that and then it's like uh, oh, ding and then that's why it's, it's again, 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 again 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 that also might be bullshit that's an unreliable source no, that makes, makes sense, sense doesn't yeah, it yeah it makes yeah. I love sense. his I love his music there. And that boiler room, I don't know what it was about that boiler room, but that just propelled him into just absolute like It's mad, it, isn't it? it? Yeah. It was a lot of variety in it, wasn't it? There was yeah. like so many random samples. It's like, how's he just like link that with like a completely different track? Yeah. Yeah. I think everyone appreciated that. Yeah. yeah. Had a bit of Skrillex in there for you, Jake. Skrillex is the Fortet even stuff he's, he's even doing Skrillex as well. is coming back, isn't he? I Skrillex. saw he did like some like random Japanese set. Did you see that? No, not seen it. Yeah, apparently he just popped up in Japan, like in a random club, really? and just did a set. What kind of set was it? Like EDM. I think it was just like Classy. the video I saw was like the return of the EDM king. Like that. <laughs> I was like, man, he's the dubstep king. Let's bring that back. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, Jake's, Jake's the biggest fan of dubstep I've ever seen in my life. Mm, I don't know about that. <laughs> I think it was you. We used to I drive was, home yeah. from university, and Josh used to have a dubstep CD, didn't you? When we'd come home, from, CDs, mate. Yeah, <laughs> there of, we um, go. Throw it back. Yeah. My connection with dubstep is like Call of Duty montages. Yeah. On YouTube. I'm like, real. Nice. Yeah. That is like, oh, I'll always remember those days. What an era. <laughs> and that was 10 years ago. Modern Warfare 2 was 10 years ago. I know. That's insane. Modern Warfare it? 2. Yeah. Because they've just remade it. So. Have they? Yeah. Well, yeah, that, as in there's a new version. It makes you feel old, doesn't it? You're yeah. like, oh. It does. 
that that time though was just like just perfect. I I put a lot of hours into college. Too many, too many hours. Like, <laughs> do you, do you remember how many like how much time it actually was? Because mine was my, disgusting. Mine was like forty five days. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. It yeah. Was. Like, <laughs> but you, you know what? I can justify that from like how my friendship group solidified through those lobbies. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. like we played so much Call of Duty, but even like one of my closest mates. We basically forged our friendship from Call of Duty. Like yeah. he sat behind me in form, and I heard him talking about it. And I was like, "You play, you play Call of Duty?" And he's like, "Yeah, yeah." I was like, "Right, tonight, let's go." Do you know what I mean? And it was from that initial conversation. That's like the first thing I said to him. Yeah. You play Call of Duty, and now we're friends now. Like really, twelve, fifteen years later. Really, have you got any digital friends that you met through Call of Duty? Because like people that you've never met in real life. Because uh, I've, I've, wonder, I had a very good friend all the way through university that I met, met online. Pembao, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't know anything about him. Like, did, like obviously chatted to him, but like didn't know what he looked like. Yeah, didn't yeah. know anything like that. And got really close to him. And he became one of my best mates. And yeah. I've never met him in real life. Where's he from? He's from Newcastle, actually. Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, literally messaged me recently. He was like, Josh, like we should meet up. Like I'm coming down to London in January, so I might actually. Do see you know him what? Do you know what he time. looks like? Or I know what he looks like now. Instagram. I can't wait to watch this episode. Of catfish, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Some bailiff knocks on the door. It's kind of reverse catfish because I'm kind of expecting him to be like you know the standard Call of Duty yeah, player. Yeah. So if he rocks up and he's you know a supermodel, then it'll be yeah. very oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> it literally is reverse catfish. Maybe that's the thing. Maybe that's the show that we should create. Reverse catfish. Reverse Love catfish. It. Yeah. Ten year game as well. You know, yeah. that's a patient man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's just like twiddling his thumbs. The other day, he finally meets you. Like one day, one day it'll one happen. Day. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, never, get him on never. The a uh, virtual friend I probably got like groomed too much on Habbo Hotel to like <laughs> oh, to even God, think about man. meeting someone Fuck that. I never got into that but RuneScape you played RuneScape RuneScape oh, yeah, yeah there's a bit of grooming well. went on on RuneScape yeah, World of Warcraft that was a bit of yeah, yeah you got to do what yeah. you got to do for those free items. You know? <laughs> <laughs> for that sapphire armor, Yo, you really yeah. got to fucking go for it. It's true. Yeah, ASL was going around a lot in those ASL, things. Yeah. Oh fuck me, ASL was bad. We're all young teenagers sitting, <laughs> like yeah. playing this awful game. Like you're not getting like lucky in RuneScape, that's for sure. No, and it has, and it's still around. And it hasn't changed. It looks exactly. Yeah, the same as it I was. saw. I saw a, like a trailer for it the other day. I was like, yeah. yeah they have, the what same. have they done? What have the devs actually done? If it is the same, yeah, people would love it. People like the. Basic graphics as well. They don't almost yeah. don't want them upgraded. Yeah. I think with yeah. RuneScape, yeah. that's one of the, the kind of selling factors. We of needed it because you wanted to play it on every fucking laptop you possibly could. Couldn't you? Yeah, I mean, it was it, uh, was it browser? Browser, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Java, wasn't it? That's yeah. Java. Yeah, JavaScript. Fucking hell! What what a game! Such oh. a good game. I had to sell my account. I sold my account in the end for about fifty pounds at the time. I was like, I've absolutely banked I wonder if it. that's like peaked or yeah, like, it's you probably look worth now, ten yeah. grand now. <laughs> it's like Pokemon yeah, cards, isn't yeah. it? It's like, yeah, I made twenty quid off that. You like look on eBay, like two grand. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. the new Bitcoin. It was my It was my gateway drug to World of Warcraft yeah. though, RuneScape. Was that's it? the yeah. problem. I never, I never got into World of Warcraft. Probably for the best. <laughs> was that that wasn't browser based, was it? And that was subscription as well. Which, you know, as a sixteen year old it was like twelve pound yeah. a month. I was like, "Fucking hell!" Yeah, I didn't even have RuneScape membership. To be fair, yeah, I can't remember. Did you have to pay for it? Did you have to? They pay had it? a free version. And what, a, what did you have to pay for? Like, so it was you, like five quid a month. What did you good. get though? You Dragon got access armor. to more yeah, tracking <laughs> armor, more areas, stuff like that. Yeah. So it was. Um, 
You could do yeah. PvP. You could play against other people without yeah. on a free version. Yeah, RuneScape yeah. PvP was brutal. You lost all your stuff if yeah. you um, if was. you died. Yeah. It was Kid um, cry. Yeah, like. you did. <laughs> what was it called? The wilderness. You, the wilderness. Oh, the wilderness. in the wilderness. Yeah, yeah. Oh, was it up north? God. Like you had to go north. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And you crossed over and you had all of those like wild beasts. Yeah, yeah. Fight. yeah. Oh fuck me. I literally did yeah. one of those things where I was like, I'm going. I'm go- I was like, yeah, I said yeah, to yeah. my mate, like, I'm going for it. I've got all my stuff. I'm going for it. You'd be tense. You'd be in like fight or flight. And I went for it. And I probably took like 10 meter steps into it. And I was like, I can't do it. Yep. Oh, you've, you've actually got to back it, didn't you? I remember, yeah, you'd actually like psych up. Like, it's like doing a fucking personal like best at the gym or something. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Some people run marathons. Some people yeah. go to the wilderness and runescape. Oh I think we should just start it back up. Let's get everyone back on it. I've, I tell you now, I bet there are loads of people that are on it now. Just guilty pleasure, like secret. You wouldn't even know. Yeah, I bet. Honestly, I bet there are Clos- bet there are. closet Runescape yeah. players, yeah, or yeah. even like low key at work. Like what, what we, we have to we, work. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I grinding. Not... I was grinding today at work. <laughs> God, it's been such a tough day. <laughs> fucking <hell>. grinding. <laughs> Jesus. Well, us lot seem to learn a lot about it, so maybe we're those closet RuneScape yeah, players. Yeah, maybe we are, yeah. I, I, you could, I could totally see you getting into it. Jake picked World of Warcraft back up. During lockdown. During lockdown. I thought I'd give it a little oh, okay. go. Yeah, 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 I hadn't played it for, I don't know, 10 years. I thought yeah. I'd give it a little go again. And yeah. It didn't have the kind of dopamine rush that it gave me when I was like... You know, sixteen. To be honest with you, so yeah, I didn't. I played right. it for a month, I think, maybe six weeks, and then kind of stopped. But it was fun though. Yeah. We all needed something to do in lockdown, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, fun you did. It, it. It's so hard though to stop. Like that's the thing. Like for you, credit to you to like because I would have just been able to. I would have just gone and got back into it and completely yeah. got addicted. To you it. wouldn't be here right now. I wouldn't would be you? here right now. I'd be playing. <laughs> You'd be football manager. Are you playing it now? Yeah, I am. Guys, come on, let me concentrate. That's yeah, what we're both doing. Yeah, I was going to say, notice there's <laughs> yeah, no yeah. cameras like yeah. aiming at the screen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> intentionally, intentionally so. Yeah, we're just farming now. We're killing some chickens now. Grinding. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we do in our spare time. Yeah, yeah it literally. is just about knowing when to put it down, isn't it? Like, I uh, reinstalled Pokemon Go. The yeah, other day yeah. as well. and that is like every bus journey I'm still like getting back on it. Like, I'm like, no, I can't fall back into that trap. No. Like, that took a lot of hours as well. Yeah. But that I was like that a different time as well. It was completely, wasn't it? But then also, like, I was remember thinking Pokemon Go. I was just like, I'm never going to get to that level where those guys just play it 24 seven. Like, I'm never yeah. going to be at that. That geezer with the bike though. and he's got like ten screens. Yeah, and he's just like. Oh wow! I don't even know how it works. Oh, did you, do you not? Is that where you, you go around when you scan your phone did and you, then there's did you Pokemon? Never Pokemon? Wow. I never played it. No. Oh my god! You, you missed out. That was a good time. <sighs> is it too late? On, on Earth. I think it is. Yeah, Shit, I think is it that is. ship yeah. sailed? There was like this one period where it just started and boomed, and like you'd go to a park and you'd have like some old man there'd be like two young girls there'd be like a road man with his balaclava on <laughs> and you all just go to the same space and it's like that scenario would never happen Happening without pokemon not. go is that because there's a special pokemon yeah, there exactly. and ev- so oh, so everyone knew flooded. the same and everyone's t- like you're you're talking to the guy with the full balaclava who's talking to like to the, the 14 year old girl to the grandparents that's like, incredible yeah my craziest time was you know jme yeah. the grime artist i bumped into him um I can't remember where it was. It was somewhere near Hammersmith, I think. And some guy went up to him and said, like, "Oh, Jamie, can I get a, a picture?" And he's like, "No, I'm playing Pokemon Go. Like, what are you, <laughs> like, what are you doing?" <laughs> no way. And he was just walking around the park, like playing Pokemon Go. That's incredible. What a genius he is as yeah, well. I totally. love, I love his stuff. He's a great guy. He's been doing some podcasts recently as well. I've seen Has little he? snippets of him on TikTok talking about like just life and yeah. why he's not really like pushing the music so much. Why is he not? Um, well, I don't want to take words out of his mouth. It's like yeah. coming back, <laughs> but I think it's just like he doesn't appreciate dropping music anymore it's like it doesn't feel as special as it did before it's like you're anticipated it's like 
it just gets uploaded to Spotify and it's like, cool, that's done. Like next. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Which, and you don't get any money for it for six months on Spotify. Or ever. Or ever. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. I know there's like streaming numbers. It's like how much you get paid per numbers. But yeah. six months, what you have that's, to wait. It like, basically or... takes ages because it takes like a bit of time to process it and then a bit of time to actually get you the money. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's a bit weird because you have to get certain numbers in and then yeah, it takes ages. Yeah. To oh, goodness. That's why it's almost like a necessary evil Spotify. Like a lot of artists do hate <laughs> It. That's why you've got Tidal and all the other competitors now, because yeah, the artists just have you used those? I've never used Tidal, no. Nah. Have you? I, I downloaded it for like I think there was some episode or something of like an American rapper, and then I was like, cool, I, ne- I never need to use this again. Yeah. But it's kind of when you're stuck in your ways, it's like some people still use like Apple Music and that, and I'm like, oh like when I got an iPhone, I I'll give it a try. But it's like once once you're on a platform like Spotify, I think that's it, you're you're locked in. Yeah. It's true. You know what I mean? And also it's for me, it's like the way Spotify works as well. Like it just you discover new music really easily. Yeah. And also with iTunes, it's just like there's a UI thing that I just can't get over. Like I'm used to the Spotify UI. It's yeah. like very frictionless. So you go on, you know where you're going, you've got your playlist, you've got your new stuff coming out, you've got Discover Weekly, whatever. Yeah. And yeah, with with Apple Music, I've got no idea. I did the same thing recently with youtube music like i haven't even bothered yeah. to look at it but yeah is that a similar kind of thing well it's it's, like, it's just like like uh, i don't know where i'm going like what am i doing what like where are my playlists like it, and also like it doesn't know what you like so yeah, you're like yeah, yeah, you yeah. start again yeah. but youtube that's for youtube sucked your data up that much yeah, <laughs> that's, what I mean, that's fucking yeah. terrifying isn't it i know when, when you're like thinking of something and then it's like recommended artists you're like i haven't even spoken those words like how how has that like accessed my mind but yeah, yeah. But I think, yeah, Spotify have just got it, like, nailed, really. with their, And even, like, I, f- I got an email and it was, like, um, shows you might like through Spotify. And I didn't even know there's, like, a tab in Spotify to show you local gigs in your area. Yeah. Reflecting oh, wow. on that artists that you new. do like yeah. or you may like. Yeah, I That's get those emails. I had, to, I had to turn those emails off, though, because it was, like, go to the O2 to watch so-and-so. And I, I didn't like, know that. That is absolutely yeah, You just genius. paid, like, £200 for a ticket. So I didn't yeah. even want to go and see him. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah. What is that all about? <laughs> That is genius, to be fair. But yeah, so that's a lovely little um, like side. Like I didn't even know that was a thing, but one little email, and I'm like, wow, okay, maybe I'll go to this gig on Thursday night because it's recommended. But yeah, good feature. I wonder if they get any money Clever. for that. Oh, they have to wait six definitely. months. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Spotify don't have to wait six well, months. The artists yeah. do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it'd be interesting to know if they do get because that's, that's basically affiliate marketing. Yeah, they'll get a cut, hundred percent. Yeah, it's got to be yeah. smart. Yeah, like through through the uh, purchase link through Spotify, I guess it is. Yeah, it is it is like I just have to use that platform now. Though. You are institutional. You don't use don't it, you? Though, do you? I use YouTube Music for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I use Spotify sometimes. I don't know. You've YouTube just got the free. Music. You've got the free version. I've you? always used YouTube for music because it used to have loads of vinyl stuff on there that you couldn't get on Spotify. Oh, okay. and sometimes yeah, I'd yeah, search yeah. for stuff and it wouldn't be on Spotify, and so. I know they've improved that a lot recently. Catalog Spotify, gone. they've massively tried to to sort that out. So yeah. maybe I'll yeah. They keep trying. They keep sending me emails for three months free. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, it's only so long before I cave. That is a good deal. Three yeah. months free. So. Yeah, that is pretty decent. Yeah. Do you go to festivals? Um, I've been to festivals. I have. I wouldn't say that I'm like a festival goer. Yeah. Um, I feel like I'm due a couple of festivals. Like, I kind of missed out this year, so I think next year I'll probably push. Like, I haven't been to Glastonbury. I kind of want to do Glastonbury. Okay, this man is the expert at Glastonbury. Been once. (laughs) (laughs) Now the proclaimed expert of it. Was it amazing? It was, um, yeah, you run out. I'd never been to Glastonbury before, and, um, yeah, 
it, I can see why people say the things that they do about yeah. it now. And obviously it's so hard to get a ticket as well. It's not just like, oh, I want to go to Glastonbury. Cool, I'll go. There's the whole ticket thing. But the scale of the operation just blew me away. Yeah. I was like, how on earth do they keep 200,000 people alive for the whole week yeah. in this field? Like, it's unbelievable. That is, I think that is actually something that crosses your mind quite a lot, isn't it? It's like... How how are people safe here? And there obviously there's been like doc, I don't know if you saw the Woodstock documentary like Woodstock no. um, 2000, which was just like chaos. I've heard about that. It was, yeah. I think there was like multiple deaths. Like it was just people it was like sneaking in. It was like Glastonbury on concrete, so it was like recipe for disaster. Jesus. It was like an abandoned airfield or something. There's like yeah, let's let's do a festival here, and yeah. it was like chaos. But I saw like a clip from um, the warehouse project the other day, and it was like the busiest warehouse project. And it was like no one was dancing. Everyone was like this. Like, I was like, how someone's like getting hurt in that environment? Oh yeah, hundred percent. So that is that is quite a worrying thing. Every time I see something like that, I'm like, I wonder is everyone safe? Like, are they? <laughs> what was that concert recently in America? Travis there was Scott. a big like sur- yeah, there was a big mm. surge, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah. And now a lot of like live performances, they're making like the conscious effort to like. But even that's like a fine line as well because I feel like are they doing it just to like get the positive like publicity? Like, oh, they stopped their show to like promote. That that's another spiral. I I didn't really like how the Travis Scott thing was handled. No. It, he did, got a lot of pointed fingers at him. I think there's been a lot of like settlements like in the process and stuff. But yeah, like I went to see Travis Scott at the O2 recently, and like I was looking on um, do you know the Basement Group? Yeah. On Facebook, and there was yeah. comments on there like, "How would you support him after like what he did?" And it's like what he did. Like, yeah, do you think yeah. he did that? Yeah, totally. Yeah. It's nothing to do with him. What and also, what can you physically do when you're on stage? Like, it's it's yeah, difficult exactly. to even know what's going on as well. Yeah, very scary. But Glastonbury, amazing. Go the yeah. breadth of the Slight site. The breadth of the site. <laughs> yeah, if you get a chance, yeah. go. Tickets go on sale next week. Actually, so yeah. you've got to be. Oh, yeah, it? on it, yeah, wow. next week. So I don't okay. know if you've registered yeah, or... Yeah, so pre-lockdown at the agency that I work for, there was like this one day and I think this girl came in and she was like, right, it's Glastow Day. And then everyone was on it. And I was like, hang on, are we on the same IP? Like, is this going to work? I was like, right, I'm going mobile data, <laughs> yeah, like try yeah. and do it. But yeah, that is like crazy, isn't it? Everyone's logging it's in mad. to get it. Yeah, you need about eight devices probably to get in. Yeah, yeah. I'm, maybe I'll give it a go then. I need to see who's... Is it something that you can go to on your own? Is it something that you need friends? Do you have to I mean, you could go or... on your own. Yeah, you do have to camp, but you could do nicer camping if you want. Mm. I mean, you could stay nearby and drive in, but most people camp, I'd yeah. say. And I don't know how you feel about camping. No, I'm all down for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you just kind of have to get stuck in. You get the you get the wet wipes and, you know, you clean yourself. <laughs> and, um, yeah, you, you kind of just muck in and if the weather's good which it was for me luckily but i've i've heard about the muddy glastonbury's and i'm yeah. like oh and the clips of like how the, fun the is that actually i'm oh. like is that fun and like i don't i don't i think it would definitely destroy at least 50 percent of the fun if you went to yeah. a really fucking rained out glastonbury oh, yeah. personally and some people yeah. be like no it's fun i'm like no nah, you're just lying to yourself but some people do wild stuff at festivals oh, just yeah. because they're like <laughs> just jump in a puddle of mud yeah, totally. like, yeah, we're at yeah. a festival. It's like, you, totally. you don't have to do that. And you're not showering for five days as well after yeah. that. So yeah, you're yeah. in a puddle of mud and then it's you're true. dirty for five days. You already stink yeah. and now you stink more. Like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What, what is that like? Is it Does it absolutely just reek? Like the whole place? Just, does like, it smell? smell? I mean, the toilet blocks don't smell great by the end of it. Oh, I, but mean, they no, are, just, I mean, just when you're in the No, in the you're out. No, no. People are, you know, people cover themselves in more aftershave than usual. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, you, the baby bite wipes are surprisingly good. 
good. I don't think you give yourself a hundred percent wash, let's say it, but you wash yeah. maybe the most important yeah. areas, yeah, 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 you yeah. know. First um, thing, let's just caveat this. First thing Jake did when he came back was like, I need a bath. Need like, a bath. I need a bath. I, I rang I you. I was one. like, can you have a bath ready for me? So yeah. literally as I got in, the bath was ready. See, I would have gone pre-shower bath. Ah, okay, fair. Did you not I murky went, bath I went it? bath and then shower afterwards. Ah, okay. Yeah, but no, you were right. weird. A yeah. little... Yeah, you should, maybe you should. Bar go, could have been filthy. filthy. Yeah, probably <laughs> was. Could, could have been. It was. I had the disinfectant. It was. It was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, thinking time. back now, he's like, oh, I've done it all wrong. Yeah, yeah, I fucked it. Free shower. At the last bar. minute, I fucked it. Right, I need to go for a shower, boys. <laughs> oh, wow. So, but you went. But you went with people. Yeah, you with a group. group. So, yeah, of course. So How many thing. was there? Uh, in my our group, it was an ex- with Glastonbury as well because obviously you know in an ideal world you and all your friends would go, but you don't all get tickets. Yeah, right? exactly. You end up most people that are there, I would say, have groups of they'll know some people and like you kind of have people that latch on that roughly know each other. So yeah. it's very much everyone kind of just mucks in. To be honest with you, um, unless you're very lucky and all of you and all of your friends all get tickets. Yeah. Which I imagine is not the case. No, so unless you, unless you, when you're booking it, because how many tickets can you get? Can you only get one at a time? Yeah, you can book. Oh, wow. yeah, you can. Well, you can book as a group of six. If you get okay. through on the platform, you can. Yeah. What? Well, as in, how does that work though? So, I so you, all six people have to be logged on, ready to go. Or so, if I get if I get through to the checkout on Glastonbury, which is rare, I can buy six tickets, but I yeah. need the registration numbers of all the people that oh, I wow. want to come with me. So you're spending more time trying to log that in, which exactly. is like the least chance, less exactly. chance that you're going to get. Wow. Yeah, it's you know. a bit, bit of a faff, but but worth it though for the experience. It was good. It yeah. was it was good. What other ones have you looked at? Is there is there any? Glastonbury's one that I thought that I would enjoy the most just as an experience, but um, yeah, I feel like my music taste is so varied as well, like just everything. And I know people say oh, I listen to all kind of music. So like <laughs> I like listen to like filthy like screaming metal to like yeah. gangster rap to like acoustic like soft guitar like just anything so it's like it's kind of finding those type of festivals that the friends that i have and my circles could go to almost yeah class to me would be so that, yeah exactly yeah. so it kind of just like accommodates for everyone it's like you can just what about a reading and leeds would a reading and leeds be they're, they're, more, they're more towards the rock side yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but even that's kind of changed, hasn't it? Like Reading. So I Come went more poppy. Yeah, that was the first festival that I went to, which is where I got the experience of like camping and all like the wet wipes and whatnot. And then I worked it as well, like four four years after I first went, and it felt so different. Like I'm not sure if that was just me growing up four years later. But it was like, wow, this seems like a completely different festival. Sure. Like the the music, it was very poppy. It was like the audience had changed. It was very like. Like under under kids. sixteen almost like yeah, yeah. I've heard that about Reading have you? <clears throat> Whereas yeah, before, that, like, Reading was like the iconic rock festival, wasn't it? Like yeah. especially like back in the day, it was like you'd have like Nirvana playing. Yeah, like, and now you have like I don't know I don't know an example like Little Pump or something. Like, <laughs> do, do you know what I mean? That's <laughs> changed. He's, he's probably not there, but like that yeah, guy, yeah that kind of difference. It's yeah. quite quite mad. Yeah, wouldn't would you do one abroad? Like I, I would do yeah have yeah. you been to any abroad no have you yeah i've been to deck mantle in amsterdam yeah unknown in croatia yeah that's wow. what yeah. deck mantle was one of my favorites because you get a mixture of like a city break in mm. amsterdam along with yeah a festival amazing what's the uh i've forgotten the name of it like the magical one where they have like their own currency tomorrowland tomorrowland oh, oh. we've got a friend that goes to tomorrowland Shout every year yeah that looks Legend. the set 
of Tomorrow Land just looks incredible. Whenever yeah, you like, see it, you're like, oh my God, how on earth have they pulled this off? Yeah, the actual like stage production is like incredible, isn't it? Yeah. I saw a clip of like Shaquille O'Neal at that festival as well, like in the crowd. <laughs> and it's like, I definitely need to go there. But yeah, the whole like um, festival currency and like this, like ra- it's almost like a realm, isn't it? More totally. so than like a festival. That looks and, quite interesting. Totally. To and yeah. there's Burning Man, obviously, as Burning well. Man. That that looks yeah, yeah. like another level. That does. That's not for the faint-hearted. Where do you one. sleep in Burning Man? Is it camping? Is it like? I think so. Yeah, it's it? just in the middle of the Nevada yeah. desert, isn't it? It's like bring your own cold. water. Is that is that the one? I think it's yeah. like there is not even a currency. Like there is at Tomorrowland. It's almost like you just trade stuff. Wow. And I guess if you run out of stuff, you have to. I mean, we were just sell. talking about RuneScape. This is RuneScape <laughs> in real life. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah, I was like, what do people trade if they run out of objects? I mean, their bodies well, yeah. or. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, we know, we know what they're serving. Absolutely. Oh, wow. And then what do you think about Coachella? Like, would you go to Coachella? Because that, uh, that seems so to have changed. Isn't just, it? Yeah, just that's what I was going to say. It's That's all the Instagram boys and girls, isn't it? There's so many funny videos from that, like of of just going like, how much was your outfit worth? And yeah, things like that. And you're like, how? You're at a festival. Like, what what are you doing wearing that? Yeah. And how did you get your tickets? That's the that's the best. Ah, oh, that's TikTok. a good question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, how did you get your tickets? And they're like, um, you know, my cousin got you know me bought really? me this ticket, and yeah, it's like because they're super expensive, aren't they? Yeah, and I know that a lot of people are like gifted their tickets as well, yeah. like influencers and whatnot. So yeah. I could imagine that be like a oh yeah, my cousin's dog had a baby, and then that baby gave me the ticket. Where it's like, <laughs> yeah, you're you're paid to be here almost. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's very posy, isn't it? Yeah. Would you want to do it? I mean, if they're, if they're going to pay for me to go, I'd yeah, love to. Yeah, 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 hundred yeah. <laughs> percent. But you wouldn't pay. You would you? Pay I, I, w- I think I would go, but yeah, yeah I, it's not like that's not a grail of mine to like go to Coachella. No, but yeah, I, I'd I'd love to go to anything at the end of the day. Yeah, as an experience though, going flying over to LA, going to that, I think it would. Yeah. it would be quite fun. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think there's quite a that's quite a varied um, like music taste as well. So it's like almost the Glastonbury of America. Is yeah, that kind of fair to say? Yeah, I would say so. Just with a little bit extra posing. No, <laughs> no one's got Tesco's bags on it's their true. feet. <laughs> 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 I think there's not much posing going on in Glastonbury, is no, there? Really? Um, I mean, no, not no. I don't think so. No, no. no. What is like the general attire at Glastonbury? Is it like wild? Yeah, it's yeah. anything goes Just... at Glastonbury. Yeah, you've got Jedi's. You've got. Some, <laughs> You know, what? you've got any, yeah, absolutely, any shell suits, you know, parachute pants everywhere. Anything, yeah. anything goes at Glastonbury. Nothing yeah. you see, like on a normal day, you might go, wow, that's outrageous. But, but after day one, you're like, everyone is outrageous yeah. almost. Everyone is like, it's almost like people can't outrageous each other yeah. enough at Glastonbury, to be honest with you. And there isn't a uniform. Like, you know, when you go to some <laughs> festivals and you're like, okay, everyone's wearing a Nike, uh, you know, t shirt. This totally. is like, it's like everything, right? Totally. Mix. You stand out like more of a sore thumb wearing normal clothes, do you think? Totally, yeah. Like, some 100%. guy rocks up in like chinos and a polo, you're like, totally. what is he doing? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. what a man. Knows, he must be off his head. There's no golf course at Glastow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't take the Ralphie to Glastow is the, is the no. answer. <laughs> <laughs> you, did you have like a suitcase or like, what did, what, how did you? Still, yeah, a little suitcase, mini yeah. suitcase. And then did you take like uh, booze and stuff like that as well? Yeah, you're allowed to take some booze, yeah. Yeah. That's the good thing about Glastonbury. You can take your booze from once you're in the campsite. You can take it into all the arenas. So you can just put it in your rucksack. Really? Yeah. Wow. But that's. If you want to buy a cold beer though, which I did quite a lot, yeah. just go to the bar. Yeah. So. That that's actually really cool. That is cool. Not many festivals let you do that. They um. Yeah. You know, people on the way in have big like almost carts that they're just wheeling in with booze. Yeah. So, yeah. Wow. 
Yeah, because one of my like craziest stories when I was working at Reading is like we had like um like lunch breaks and whatnot. Were you and, on the uh, bar? Uh, I was doing like a vape trialing bar thing. It nice. was like a sample. Like here, nice. make sure you're over eighteen and try this. Yeah, yeah. Get, addi- <laughs> get, addi- get addicted to these. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Horrible, horrible job. The work of a sinner. <laughs> but um, yeah, so we'd get like allocated lunch times, and during mine was um, Jay Huss was playing a set. And it was like, right, I need to make sure that I eat and I want to go see Jay Huss as well. So I was like, I'll just see if I can like bring this pot noodle in like with me. Like obviously boiling water in a thing is not sure. allowed in a festival. Got it through. I go, go to the tent for Jay Huss and it's like packed solid. And I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to see if I can just like windle through. People were looking at me like, what is, this, what is this guy doing? Like he's got a pot noodle. He must be off his head. The geezer. <laughs> and I've got sunglasses on as well. So they, they think oh, I'm either tripping or like, I'm going to like start some shit or something. And like, the crowd just parted and I literally just got to the front of the set because people were like, what is this guy doing? He's walking with a pot noodle. How do you get a pot noodle in it? And all this stuff. I was just like, well, this is a lovely lunch this break. Lovely. This is like that. <laughs> Trick of the trade, right? If we ever need to get to the front of a, of a set. Sunglasses, straight, straight, straight pot to noodle. noodle. Absolutely. It, it was so surreal. It's like, how have I managed this? Like, this is the best lunch break ever. But it was just the fact that you couldn't bring anything in. So the fact that That's I had mad. like this hot food. like People yeah. loved it. Or if Pot Noodle were listening right now, we'd yeah. love some sponsorship. <laughs> Imagine if I filmed that as a piece of content. I mean, that's that's blowing up. Like, I, I mean, they mad. need the content, don't they? Yeah. It's not the sexiest thing in the world. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And their ads have been, not necessarily been the best. Recently. I haven't I haven't seen a Pot Noodle hat, uh, ad in a in a hot minute. Yeah, yeah. They're trying to be they're trying to be a bit more funky these days. Back Are in they? the day, it was very Down functional. Yeah, yeah. Bit bit just going straight for the bachelors. But now they're trying to be a bit more cool. Yeah. <laughs> were Still, you Pot Noodle uni students? I think I did have a few pot noodles, yeah. Did you? Did, did you? I had those 25p instant noodles. Oh, I mean, that's as good oh, as going okay. But, yeah, but yeah, you yeah, put yeah. them in a saucepan, so I think that's a bit more sophisticated, yeah. right? Come yeah. on. There's a process. Can actually use yeah. a, an oven. So I, I really um, like a pot noodle. I think they taste great. Yeah, I had one recently, wrong. actually. And there's, there's a debate on how much water you should put in your pot noodle yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. And a friend of mine, he, he said he'd come up with the best method or whatnot, and he made it. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, that's probably the best amount of water that you can put in for the the taste. What? So, but there's a line. So no, you, know, you don't follow the fill line. That's <laughs> a myth. Apparently, so where you go to? You do not it? touch that fill line. That's far too much water. Apparently, Is it? yeah. yeah you that's don't a want man, water down. That's a man that's. But you do almost get like yeah, yeah. You do get like a soup at the bottom if you do hit the fill line. You need yeah. to get that creamy. Sure. <laughs> God, I well, never, I never really today. obsessed over the noodles at uni. Like no. people did go crazy. No. I ate real noodles. food. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Did you? Uh, did you go to uni? Yeah, I, I went you? to um, University of Southampton. Nice. But I was at the Winchester um, location, which is like the art school, most sure. Winchester School of Art. Um, so it's not quite like as uni experience as you'd you'd think it is. It's more of like going to an art school. Really? Yeah. But um, wasn't a pot noodle kid, no. But I, my diet was horrendous at uni. I was talking about it recently. Like, I, my, I would say my go-to meal was a quote-unquote salad, but it was like a quiche, like pork <laughs> pies, party sausages, and then some leaves. Okay. And that, and I was going to say, there's no salad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that, that, that's what, I'm having a salad today. Yeah, no, I'm being good. It was it was just Sounds. processed like woefulness that you find next to yeah. Beige. I'm what very was Southampton beige. like? What was it like as a city? Like were you? At, it's, it's a good night out. Yeah, Southampton. But yeah, yeah we was at like the quaint um, like town of Winchester, which yeah. is very like completely different to what I was used to growing up in like West London. Like, yeah, bit of a shock to the system almost. Yeah. So you did you go? Did you commute? To yeah. So we would we would either get the train or we'd yeah. get a bus to Southampton for our nights out, 
Um, we wouldn't, yeah, we wouldn't really go. We had like a, our own union, but it was like nothing compared to the Southampton union almost. It was like yeah. a calf. Yeah, 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 yeah. Having to commute for that, like I, when I was at Loughborough for a while mm. and having to commute into Nottingham was like just totally not worth it. Luckily, the SU in Loughborough is great. Yeah. But like, yeah. So just just a vibe killer, was it? Well, it's just like, it's just uh, long. It's like 20 minutes on the bus. Like, you know, you're not like, to be fair, people were drinking on the bus and stuff, right? You still yeah. were having a good laugh yeah, yeah, and you yeah, were yeah. with all your shooting you mates your and stuff. get on the bus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, you've got to do that and then you've got to think, right, then I've got to get home yeah, as home. well. And the buses stop and yeah. the rest of it. And, yeah. it's like, it's just, and this is pre-Uber as well yeah, yeah, like yeah. some of these kids have got it easy now it's, it's like wherever they end up it's like right cool yeah straight on it but mm. yeah that wasn't that wasn't worth it and they were all going to nottingham so that was what like for well, me then, it was like uh, then then we because we met at nottingham so yeah. just thought i'll just move uni yeah, yeah. I, I don't like the that's what happened well no i i weirdly <laughs> i went these bus school. journeys yeah fuck the buses it was <laughs> yeah that. 20 what, minutes you're having a lot what did you study did you study graphic design uh graphic arts so it's like a broader term um and i like specialized in illustration yeah but yeah, so coming off of like the the BS at art school, like one of like the first semester, I think it was, we had to like do a, a PowerPoint presentation about like you, like what kind of art you want to do and all this stuff and what you don't like as well. Okay. And my do not like slide was like a picture of a blank canvas and someone's like face like staring at it amazed. And I was like, I don't like bullshit, bullshit. art. Brave thing to say in art. And then my, my um, close friend, at the time was like smirking like that and the tutor's gone so what part of this do you think's bullshit like this canvas what what do you get from this and i was like i get nothing that's what i'm saying i don't like it and he's like hmm i don't know how you're gonna do on this course and my my friend's like (laughs) like (laughs) absolutely cruising and i'm like wow like i've actually signed and that was a kind of a similar thing to you like i got three years of this i know like almost it's like defending your art form yeah 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 it's a tough one probably grows tiring just defending all the time and to defend your point of view rather than just being able to immerse another thing i was saying recently there's an expectation that you've got to have money doing an art course as well so i had a lot of like um critiques with my tutor and it'd be like well why don't you do this kind of thing and it's like well because i'm broke like that's why i can't do that so my final major project was about like sneakers and streetwear actually funny enough he's like i'd love for you to like rent out a shop and and i was like rent out a shop I was like, yeah. I'm eating pot noodles. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. like, what you like, yeah, It'd be great if you like rented out a shop and did all of this. I was like, I can't do that. So I've already I, I paid three that. grand a yeah. year for yeah. this. Come on, help yeah. me out. You know? Even just the materials. Like, I remember like, like for me, it was paints. It was like, I was like, going to say, yeah. Like, honestly, you could spend hundreds, Fortune. hundreds. Like one thing of paint is probably 30, 40 quid. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you just fucked, and you're using you like if for white, you use white all the time, right? You're using one of those pretty much every painting. Like you could get through at least a half it every painting. So it's just art school is it is fucking, actually so no expensive. one ever says that as well. Yeah. Like no one ever says like. And oh. we had it with like we'd have to print things out, and it's like right. So you've designed an A1 poster. You've got to get that fully printed out in color. It's like well, that's fifty quid. Yeah. Oh, I printed it wrong. There's an error. There's a there's a typo. Yeah. again like it's expensive that, yeah. it racks up so much and yeah. P- yeah that is like like you say not a lot of people actually Hidden talk costs. about how expensive art courses are compared to just like a normal course yeah do you regret it like looking uh, back now would you do it would you have done things differently so um i, I probably wouldn't have to be fair i feel yeah. like you like um your guys's episode about uni it shapes you as a person you yeah. learn more about yourself and how to like communicate with people more so than your actual craft or lesson that you're learning yeah so no, I don't think you can ever. Re- well, I mean, some people can regret it. I don't regret it. No. Would you? Would you do a different subject if you went again? Um, I don't know. I 
Probably not. I probably wouldn't, no. That's cool. Even though I, like, I don't actually do illustration now. I spent three years illustrating. I finished my degree and I was like, right, there's no money in illustrating. I'm not going to be an illustrator. But it was just learning like how to be creative with yourself and almost like, what, what else can you do? Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So then how did you get the motion design knowledge? Like, How did that work? So... I I I had I had like a little sprinkle of motion at uni, not enough to say that like I I could do motion design, but yeah. then I I had um, experience using motion software d- during like um, Call of Duty days, like we were saying, because I was making YouTube Call of Duty videos when oh, I was I like thirteen. I didn't know 13. you were making the, making when, the when montages. I, yeah, exactly. Were you? Yeah, were you sniping? Exactly. Yeah, I I was one hell of a sniper. Here we go. <laughs> How funny is that? Like people this say that gaming isn't useful. Yeah, right. And that that is. We've just already a bit just heard in making friends out of it as yeah. well. Yeah. yeah, technical knowledge. Yeah, yeah. so quite quite so, mad actually. So it was almost like. I still had some of those basic skills in like editing and like motion design and that from that. And that was exactly like people say, oh, you're sitting at home playing like Call of Duty all day. But even then I was thinking, how can I make like this creative? How can I like do something with it? Yeah. So those 40, 45 days spent on that game. It was worth it. <laughs> yeah. There's so many different yeah. um, jobs that come out of that Call of Duty. Though. Like Especially people, now. Yeah, like yeah. people, you could do YouTube, you could do editing, you could do motion design, like you could yeah. just do, you could even be like a producer, script writer, yeah. like all of those things, you could get the knowledge out of uh, doing those games. Big time. Like, I think every time I see my brother, like no matter where we're doing, what we're doing, he always goes like, oh, I wish we'd stuck at YouTube. Like, yeah, I wish we like you'd see like KSI's fighting, and you're like, oh, that could have been you, Bill. Why like, didn't you? Why <laughs> didn't you stick it out? Like, what? what I think it thing? was like a combination of like um, schoolwork. Uh, my mum obviously wasn't uh, impressed with me playing Call of Duty sure. all day, so she was like, you need to focus on your studies. Yeah, cost as well. At that time, it was like HD capture cards were needed, and I couldn't afford one of those. It was like all of these things added up. It's like I couldn't really have done it, but I could have done it. Yeah, do you know what I mean? So, yeah. It's really funny, mate, because I had a very similar experience. I was playing with a lot of YouTubers. Yeah. Again, meeting these people digitally, like never met them in real life. I used the thing to find like the best players. Cause I wanted to do game battles. Yeah. Did, did yeah, you ever do yeah. MLG game, game battles? Yeah. yeah. Did yeah, you yeah. ever do that? Yeah, with my mates, but we was woeful. Yeah, so bad. yeah. I was, I was too, but I was getting seriously into it, and like, oh, I was okay. like, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. maybe if I keep doing this and I play with good people, I'll eventually become. You, yeah, you'll find like a little roster. And then, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, cool. But wow. I played with this guy who was a, who is still now like a massive YouTuber. And, I, and he was like giving me these pointers and like you could do this and you could get the capture card because I didn't even know what a capture card was. Yeah. I didn't yeah, even know yeah, how yeah. it works. And I was like, oh, sorry, what is a capture card? So, so, so anyone listening and including myself. <laughs> <laughs> so a capture card, uh, it, there's varying different sort of like levels of what it was. But basically back in the day, think of it almost like a set-top box that you yeah. had that had uh, literally like 10 or so wires coming out of it. And it would plug directly into your. Was it HDMI? No, it was. So it this was, is pre. This is like um, RGB components, like sure. um, TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it would plug into your TV, and it would take the signal from the PlayStation or Xbox, save it onto the capture cards, and then then put it back into your TV so you could see it. So it was oh, almost I like see. a. It was almost like a yeah, step like a between. recording device of your screen. And but I, I had one where it's like I had to keep the the laptop running. Yes. And it was like it was like live streaming, but live recording almost. Sure, kind yeah, of thing. yeah. And then you could upload that to YouTube afterwards. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you get your I file see. that you yeah. can cut up, and you'd all, have to you'd have to edit it and do all yeah. the stuff to it and see. grade it and everything like that. But yeah, it, you'd, it would be pretty good. And also HD back in the day, like 1080p. Yeah, like that was it was decent quality. Well, that was the thing. Yeah, but I was 
I was doing like 480p. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like wow. pre, because the 1080 was like, at that time it was like 500 pounds for the sure. device. It's like, that's never happening. So right. I was like the lower end of that. But it's like you say, not many people knew about that technology as well. So like I used to play with my friends and um, like I had a friend who was like, oh, did you get, did you get that? Did you record that? And I'm like, what I didn't do anything. And he's like, "Oh no, what well, I just did." Yeah, and it's like, "No, it doesn't work like that." It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't yeah, record it doesn't everyone's record screen. It's like, yeah, that'd be cool if it did. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think the technology now is that you can like go into games and like go Call back everyone. and see Get what you've server. done and like yeah. just crazy replays and whatnot. But yeah. at that time, it was like whatever you did on your screen that gets recorded. You're looking back now, you had all of the skills and knowledge to be able to do to the push YouTube. it and yeah, yeah, and absolutely blow up. Yeah, but, but it was a hobby. Like that's the thing. Like KSI yeah. started it as a hobby completely, and it, and it wasn't making any money. And he was yeah. just doing it for a laugh. Yeah, he yeah. opened the packs, didn't he? Yeah, Is that exactly. What he started the doing? the yeah. ultimate team packs. And people FIFA. just loved his reaction. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, he was yeah. so outrageous. Yeah. yeah. He was in Call of Duty as well. Was and, it? Yeah, yeah, way yeah. Back. How many videos did you make? Did you say you made some montages? Probably, probably like 50 videos. Oh, wow. Yeah, so. Do they still exist? Um, I hope they're <laughs> not out there. Yeah. <laughs> I hope they're well, not. Is there a YouTube channel though that like, like, are they around? That'd be they, fun. They might be lurking somewhere, but. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know sure? where they are. I don't, sure I don't, nah, no, 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 no. <laughs> everyone just listening, just flash that up. There, yeah, there yeah. was like, there was this one. I'm going to find it afterwards. Oh, way, it's going gonna, up, it's, it's going to be on the Avesto yeah. channel, like yeah. leaked footage. Yeah. <laughs> there was like this, um, so we had a group of friends at school as well that were all kind of trying to do this. And there was like this one time where I did a like commentary video and it's like the most cringiest thing ever. My mate still got it saved as an MP4 and he loves putting it on the chat. <laughs> like every, every, if I pipe up to him, he's like, have this, do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like the 13-year-old Bill, like, just thinking he's the dogs, but really just sounds like a little dweeb, like, yeah. it's awful. But but you've judged yourself there. If you carried on doing that, you, you know. I would have developed. Yeah, exactly. yeah, 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 yeah. The first video you make is always going to be shit as well. Like, that's, that's the first thing you always got to say. It's always going to be shit. Totally. There's yeah. nothing you can do about first it. First podcast you make is always going to yeah, be well, shit. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. But yeah it's, like, yeah, it's like content as well. Like, if I look at the, the content that I've made and how it's, like, evolving, it's, it's like, pushing through and, like, yeah. just thinking right that's out that's done do you know what I mean that's out there the people yeah. have seen that onto the next how are yeah. you gonna step it up almost when you first created that first streetwear video on your instagram because was your instagram your personal instagram yeah. yeah 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 so when you first uploaded that sort of like more like formal content where you're actually like showing off some streetwear were people like what are you doing or was it yeah like- yeah but what it was like pre-video as well it was yeah. like the first like streetwear like posy shot that i uploaded and that that's something as well. I think why a lot of people don't do like content creation is like the fear of what other people think. Totally. So like like you say, coming from a personal Instagram to uploading this pic, like, like what's Bill posing like that for? Like yeah. what what's he doing? Why does this look like it's on purpose? Yeah. yeah. Almost compared to like a and, selfie and or was like, it on purpose? Was there one day where you just went, Right, it, I'm gonna turn my Instagram account into yeah, a fashion yeah, account? It, or was it like it, a conscious decision? It was like it so I think it was, it must have been during lockdown. So it's only been like a couple of years almost. And it was just like, I'd always thought I'd wanted to do it, but I never had like, I'd never backed myself to do it almost. And during lockdown, I was like still buying clothes and like trainers, things that I enjoyed, but it's like they were just sat there. I wasn't going out anywhere. And then I was like, you know, I might just do it. I might just like give it a go and just actually justify spending money on clothes and shoes at a time where I wasn't wearing them. Yeah. And I was like, maybe, and it was also like just not being creative during lockdown, not actually expressing myself in any way, because I'm quite like a, a people person as well. So like me going into the office is like, I'm, I'm bubbly, I'm talking to people, I'm like just chatting shit most of the time. But it was like, like having that 
reduced and it's like how can i still put me out there sure. without me being out there almost so yeah it was just like i was like i'm just gonna do it see what yeah. happened and then obviously people were like what are you, what are you doing bill like what is yeah, that yeah that's the thing like a lot of people what they do is they separate it they have like this sort of like yeah. public persona profile yeah, that you hope your friends never yeah, find out yeah, about. It's, true. <laughs> it's true it's true yeah yeah i was just like but then it was also a time where you wasn't putting up photos on instagram anyway yeah because exactly. you wasn't doing anything it's true. yeah so I was, it was like a kind of a shift, but also like, do I actually need a personal Instagram anyway? And even now I think like, do I actually need to put things on Instagram that are personal? And I think I, I probably should do it more so that like my some audience actually knows me as a person. Yeah. But I'm still like, that doesn't, doesn't, it's not my niche kind of thing. Or if I'm out, I'm like, do I, do I need to take a photo of this and show people what I'm doing? Or yeah, it's a weird sure. one. I feel like, yeah, my Instagram's kind of been like a journey and now it's almost like, a portfolio than it is a social media and so yeah what that why then streetwear and like shoes essentially why why is that your niche as opposed to i don't know cooking or whatever we know why it's not yeah. cooking but yeah it was, it was just um that was on my time like that's the, the type of content that i was engaging with like that's what i enjoyed consuming that's something that i thought i could put out there at a standard that people would enjoy sure and yeah, like I say, justifying like buying clothes and trainers. Because I, I always feel like if you buy an item and you want to get its use out, if you wear it once and you're like, like, what was the point in that? Whereas I can see it like I wore it once and I made a piece of content from sure. it. Which is that, yeah, that justification of buying new things, consuming. Yeah. Because I, yeah, big time consumerholic. Like, I, I need to tell myself no sometimes. Yeah, I hate it. I hate it, but I love it. Yeah. yeah, would you would you have said that if lockdown hadn't happened, would you would that not have been the push? Like, yeah, would you reckon I, I, you still would have yeah. done it or not? I don't think I, I probably wouldn't have, to be honest with you. Yeah, really? I, I really needed something, and it was yeah, it was just like a random scenario. It's like right, I, I need to do something, so that's how it came about. But I I probably wouldn't have. That, that's quite a scary thought as well. It is mental. We could probably say the same thing. Yeah, about investing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, probably yeah. wouldn't have happened. It, it wouldn't because it Cause came from too many distractions in life, isn't that? It? Is it? Yeah, yeah, that is it. it. You're actually consumed by like daily life, and it was like that lockdown was that pause almost. Yeah, and we so many people took it for granted. Yeah, hundred percent. Like, I know it's awful to say, but it was a good thing. Like I think it that was. that that period of time where you could reflect, like kind of figure, and so many, that's why so many people now have like left their jobs and doing something totally. either completely different or they've realised they were unhappy but were just pushing through. Mm. So it's like you guys said, yeah, you were, must have been distracted by your everyday lives and it's like you had that pause moment. You was like, what, what do we actually want to do? And then yeah. that's where, well, that's what I'm assuming Aveste yeah. came from. Well, yeah, it's a big reset in general, wasn't it? It was like that moment where so many people just had a thing where they were just like, what like, what do I want to do? Like, I think we always, <clears throat> we were quite entrepreneurial anyway. Mm. Like, we always knew that we wanted to do something. <laughs> and and because we, 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 luckily we lived together. So we were constantly sort of thinking about what we wanted to do and chatting about stuff. And we weren't, we never really had a lot of really in-depth business conversations. No, we had a few just crappy business ideas that yeah. we'd throw about every now yeah, and then yeah, yeah. over still, dinner. We're, we're still going to create a dating app. I was going to say, any pending? Yeah, dating app we want to make. We want to make yeah. a size guide app for Shopify. Yeah, there's right. others as well. There's, what was yeah. the... Yeah dating app what's oh, the God. unique element of the dating app well you know this so, is very um, private you know information okay well, yeah. no i'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> the, th the 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 genesis Promise. of it is that we think we can provide more data to people to actually make informed decisions about you know connections and relationships yeah so i you know 
rather than just going on to Hinge and putting up your, you know, your shit quotes, your three quotes and doing your voice notes yeah. where you think you're, the, you know, you're the dog to bollocks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you actually gave people a questionnaire and then took that information and, and ran it against a scientific study to say, why are people together long term? Okay. Do you see what I mean? Like, yeah, do, yeah, yeah. do a study like a matchmaking like service. Married yeah. at first sight, the app. Yeah. yeah exactly. Well, there you go. Well, yeah. Yeah. We'll get Paul. We'll get Paul. Get Dan. Paul, Paul yeah. Branson. Yeah. Down. Yeah. yeah. I fucking love to have Paul as the face of the brand. <laughs> <laughs> so would I. Yeah. You would we love, love Paul. Yeah. Paul's one of your favorite people in the he's whole cool. world. I would he's say. cool, isn't he? Um, because I think the thing is, is like uh, what people are saying now is they're sick of the the sort of swiping culture, yeah. and also there's almost like too many options, so you never find the real option that totally. you want to find. Yeah, and there's also like algorithm in social totally. dating as well, which is a scary thing. They're there to make money as well, yeah. Yeah. and they've been known to be incredibly disingenuous apps before. They put fake profiles on there. Yeah. They get people in Eastern European countries to message mm. men to kind of keep them hooked when really? on fake wow. accounts. Yeah, there's been all sorts sorts of stuff yeah. that's come out about yeah. dating apps so i think complete transparency would be a kind of selling point yeah because i was reading an article where this woman who like didn't disclose her name but she said her job basically was to rate men's accounts and then boost them wow yeah it's it's super interesting it's, there is also i'm sure that they've never publicly come out and said this but i'm sure this is the case mm. where they give you a rating out of 10 yeah based on how many oh, likes yeah. you get must it must be yeah, 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 yeah. a yeah, grading yeah, yeah. system because then they they because they want to put the attractive people with the attractive people and and vice versa like that's how sad it actually is yeah because that's yeah. how it works it makes it like if you're showing off your app you're like look at all the variety in our app it's like all yeah. these like beautiful men but it's like that's not the reality like yeah I yeah. saw a really scary stat recently where it was like 30% of men that go on Tinder never get a match ever. Yeah, yeah. crazy. Um, so no wonder that they're having to sort of like artificially do this. Yeah, it's because women are far more choosier and they should be because yeah. they have, you know, the, um, the kind of sexual expectation of carrying children and stuff like yeah. that. So yeah, it's just yeah. why women are choosier. There's so much We could talk it. about dating apps for a whole Maybe ten... we should do a podcast on dating apps. You've got to do an episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. We could, I, I, we'll get yeah, you back on, mate. We'll get you back on. <laughs> my, my idea for a dating app, which I think is a good idea, is that it should like limit, it's kind of like Be Real meets dating where you only have like a Ooh. limited amount of time to speak. Love it. And then it's like, right, you need to meet up in person. That's a good idea. Every time that I've given advice on people dating on dating apps, not that I'm an expert, but it's like, <laughs> I always say, why don't you just go meet them? Yeah. Like, why are you, st- like, oh, I've been speaking to this guy for three weeks. It's like, it's too long. It's too long. Yeah. Just be like, hey, how are you? These are our interests. Cool. Let's grab a coffee. Cool. Let's, let's meet up. Yeah. That's and a good idea. And maybe the pictures as well have to be within the moment. So it's not like these all filtered pictures. It's like, oh, yeah. here's me. Go. Now I'm chatting to you. Bang done yeah Easy. or it's yeah so if you log into the app you have to take a photo of yourself at that time yeah you can't put anything would got it would people, would people, got it. Would people we, use it like and like because it's so staged and so um sort of pruned almost like yeah. your your public image on that app is so sort of secure. So, would people actively want to do that it's a cv isn't it it would be so i i, I think it would accommodate the extroverts more so. Yeah, yeah. True. And maybe it would start to go down that path where it's like only people that back themselves to take a photo at that time. Yeah. But a great idea. It is a no, great no. idea. And also, I've, what I like about that is, is as well is you actually go and have conversations with people. What mm. I always like to do is voice note or talk to someone mm. as soon as you can because text messaging is just, it's yeah. you can't get the level of like information Mission. that you need in, yeah. a, in that period of time. Like so, even if you were speaking to someone on text for three weeks, do you really know them? No, of course not. I don't not. think yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah. Whereas if you had an hour-long phone call, you would know someone way yeah. more. Even just a phone call, let totally. alone a meeting. 
Yeah, 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 so true. And it's, even that's how like we started talking as well. I remember he was yeah. like, "What's your number? Pick up the phone." And I was like, yeah. "What?" <laughs> like, what yeah. guy just and he was like, "Straight." We, I think we sent like two texts, and then we was on the blower, like talking about like what a vest day is and like what you thought about my content. I was like, "Wow!" Like, loved it. So, it makes a big difference, yeah, doesn't it? Time. Like actually having a conversation. Like, there's so many people that I'm sure you get a lot of people reach out to you, like mm. on the, in the DMs and stuff all the time, and they're just chatting a lot of shit. And yeah. you never really, you never like, like even like you've worked with big brands like JD and mm. people like that, and I've worked with uh, JD as well, like from an influencer perspective. Yeah. And the, the way that they commu- like not necessarily JD, but just generally brands, the way they communicate with them is very formal. Like it's a brief, it's a written yeah. brief. And again, like the level of detail that they are actually are talking about behind the scenes, they don't communicate that with talent and that's a that's yeah. a big difference it's like if if someone from jd got on a call with you and had 10 minutes with them and uh, with you yeah and went this is the type of content that we want to create we really want to show this off we want to do this big that time. makes a big difference yeah 100 percent. and i think you start to like second guess how you present yourself when you get an email that's so formal you're like hi sir da, 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 you're yeah. sincerely in that and then you're responding to that email like oh do i have to speak like that where it's like yeah. normally i'd be like Sick brief, mate. Like, can't <laughs> yes, wait to knock this saying. out of the park. Yeah. Like that. Like, you, yeah. yeah, you second guess. And then it's that's more human. Yeah. And also, all the people at these agencies, like, you know, you, at your agency, all of these people, young people, yeah, because you exactly. the are, same way, yeah. way we are, talking in the same way we are. Like, why does it have to be a super formal? Because, thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're obviously like being told, like, this is how you write that, or like, yeah. Well, you're at you're, work. You're, yeah, you're, yeah, exactly. You're at yeah. work. You're representing us as a brand. This is how you need to conduct yourself. But yeah. like you say, yeah, they are just like, young people who would speak how we speak yeah and for me it was also like for me like when i looked at your content i was like i like this guy and i, I want to be friends with him yeah. <laughs> like so, sort of selfishly like i like what you produce and i knew you created amazing content and it's like i actually want to become like matey with this guy because he's so talented it's like we always try and surround ourselves with people that are super like talented you know super interesting yeah and with you it was like I know this guy's going to be amazing. Like I, oh, I, I, I uh, yeah, I know we're, we're cute, but it's also like, <laughs> but it's also like I knew like the the retailers that we work with mm. were like they'd love to get content from you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, and they weren't getting content like that from anyone else. So yeah, they, and also like a lot of other brands, like massive brands, are not working with content creators in the same way that we produce content. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's unique to you. It's using your own sort of style and your own tone and the way you create things. Yeah, and it's using why people follow you for those for those reasons like you know i'm sure you've got briefs before where it's like do this do that use this hashtag you know yeah. it has to be like this and you're like fucking hell yeah like, and i had one recently and i actually like declined something recently because i was like that's really? that's not the content that i do yeah. like it's like oh hi we love your content we want you to use our product to do this and it's like well why did you say that you love my content then because yeah. this isn't my kind of content yeah like, and they obviously haven't looked at it yeah and i i feel like some brands as well like look too much into numbers and it's like oh we sent the t-shirt to this person and that's all they've done it's like yeah because you sent the t-shirt to them because they had so many followers, followers yeah. Yeah. not because you looked at their content and thought oh that matches our brand we would like content that looks like that that we could repost yeah, yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, they're just going for a blanket approach then, aren't they? Really? Yeah. Some brands. And I, I want all of our content to feel like it's naturally from the people that we work with as well. And, yeah. I, and, I, li- and I like that it's sort of different. It's joint, yeah. Yeah, and, and I don't want to... Uh, a lot of people said to us when we were first creating our Instagram and all of our TikToks and things like that, they were like, have a style have a like something that's yeah. you and i understand that from like uh you go onto your profile and you want it to look uniform and it's there's something aesthetic about yeah. that isn't there yeah but then also like if we're working with lots of different people and they've got their own styles yeah. i don't want to change it's like how can we get the clothes that aveste sells into these people's worlds and their style basically yeah. rather than yeah. telling them to be something yeah 
And it's natural. Like I'm a big believer in like show people clothes in like the way that they naturally are seen. Yeah. Like it doesn't have to be super polished. It doesn't have to be in a studio. Like I get, I uh, have more value in seeing someone out on a night out in a in a t-shirt than yeah. I would do you know in a in a beautifully designed studio. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because it's it's about how like I guess yeah how that item of clothing is used almost, not how it looks. Yeah. It's like not even the scenario, but just how it's put together as well. And I feel like some brands are like if they if they want to show off their T-shirt, it's like, right, the the cargoes have to be non-branded. The shoes have to be plain. Where it's really it's like if someone's buying your product, it's how they're using that product in their wardrobe or yeah. with their existing clothing or in that scenario sure. where it's like I would go to this event. So I'm going to wear that type of piece of clothing. Yeah. Which I think, yeah, I think that kind of. You need to step back from the aesthetic sometimes, and like you say with the feed, like I got trapped into that where yeah. I was seeing successful um, Instagrammers having like this polished formula almost to their sure. to their wall, and it was always in threes and yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I was doing that for a moment, and then I was like, "Hang on, this is starting to feel like work." Like, yeah, I'm I'm not being creative because I'm like, right, I can't upload something today because it has to be this, and that then that. But then I also think if you step away from that and you start to find your kind of content style, it will look like it belongs together. Mm. Like how my feed at the moment, it looks like the posts belong together without it having that formula. Yeah. Like, the, like you say, the three uploads and it like following the rows. Yeah. Some people do it really well and some people can have the time to do it well or like knock out the content. So it's like, right, I'm uploading this, that, that, and it works really well for some people, but I don't think it's essential. No, and also people get in their own heads about doing it. They're like, I have yeah. to write this quote and it has to be like this yeah. and it has to... like. And again, like you say, it just ruins your creativity. Yeah, like big time. That's what I thought anyway. I thought it was starting to turn into work yeah. and I was like, stop that. Let's make some fun yeah, nice. stuff. <laughs> so you obviously started taking pictures in lockdown. Where mm -hmm. were you... Where are you hoping it would go? And obviously now you're working with some brands and stuff like that. Yeah. And where are you hoping it will go? You know, you know, from here as well. You know what? I wasn't okay. even thinking where it would go. Do you know what I mean? I was literally yeah. just thinking, right, at least I'm being outlet. productive. Yeah, I'm I'm producing stuff that I enjoy. And it's it's almost like um a conversation starter as well. Like when people if, if they ask me what I do and I'm like, Oh, I do like um design, motion design, whatnot, it's like, Oh, can we see any of your work? And it's like portfolio well, almost. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. like no one really wants to see like your actual work work that you do. They want to see you totally. and what you do almost like if i show them like an ad that i've made it's got nothing to do with me at the end of the day it's brand guidelines that i'm following and animating so i quite i quite like the idea of like showing people like me is what i do rather than what i do for other people yeah exactly I like that um and even like what i think that like for me it's still surreal working with like big brands and even like you guys it's like the fact that I've started something and people are like, oh, we love what you do. Like, we want to help you do this or we'd like you to try this. It's like that That to me is amazing. And because this isn't like my career almost, I haven't I haven't even like pushed. I don't feel like I've pushed myself sure. to like approach people or set goals and like to work with certain people. It's like at, the, at this point in time, I've just like taken it in my stride and gone, cool, this is like amazing opportunities that I love being a part of. Mm. So in terms of like what's next, Maybe I need to start like actually pushing. Being actively pushing it. Yeah. But so far, it's just been like an enjoyable journey that I've been like, cool. I've that been is. creating, I've been having fun with it. And yeah. I've been fortunate enough that people have actually seen it. Because I mean, there's so many people that do make some incredible content that doesn't get seen as well. 
well, that's something we wanted to talk about as well today, which is there's a lot of people doing streetwear bits and pieces as well, isn't there? And there's quite a community of them as well. And we can talk about that in a minute. But like, what do you think like propels some people to have hundreds of thousands of followers and loads Mm. of brands and then some people to have none? I don't think it's always competency and quality of content. No. So that there's probably a lot of factors that go into that, but I'd love to hear what you, uh, I, I, what yeah, you I, think. I think no one can really know what gets someone to like 100,000 followers, but I feel like there's there's many like random things. I know algorithm plays a big part into sure. it. Some people can literally pop off and you're like, how has that happened overnight? Like, that's crazy. But then I also feel like, like you say, if if there's like a community of people, you need to... You've got to care about other people's content for people to care about yours. Yeah. You can't put something out there and just expect people to come to it. And if you're making content that is like in a similar aesthetic or like niche of someone else, you've got to be like, right, oh, that's cool. Like, and appreciate it and actually let them know that it's cool. Because that person's going to go, oh, he, he said he liked my content. Like, let's look what he done. Oh, wow. Like he's actually doing or she's doing like a madness. Like, I think that played a lot into my kind of community of followers so like that relationship building yeah, yeah and yeah, yeah. if you actually like you know there's a lot of people you'll comment on each other's pictures mm. and big each other up have you actually like met anyone like in person out of the kind of instagram community that you've yeah built? I, yeah so um when i was at last year's um crep city which if you don't know it's like an event for people that sell and trade sneakers okay. in wembley that was the first event that i'd been to like post doing my instagram which was also crazy i was with my girlfriend i like people were coming up to me and I was like, what is going yeah, on? Yeah, like, yeah. And it's like, oh Am my I God, famous? hey, like, how are you? And you're like, whoa, because some of these people I didn't know as well. And so many people like upload photos that don't have anything to do with themselves. Like it might be like cropped heads or it's sure. just about the actual clothing and the sneakers themselves. And they're like, oh, Bill, how are you doing? It's so great to see you. And I'm like, quick, check the app. Like, what is, yeah, like who is this person kind of thing? But yeah, that was like, I met so many people that I'd like commented on their pictures or they supported my content and that was like crazy but not intent yeah so it's like not even intentionally meeting people but it was like because that is like my niche and that was a place where everyone was coming together to share like their thoughts and feelings on like sneakers and style and whatnot it was just like wow like these are actually real people that you're coming in on like saying your outfit looks sick here man Mm. like or love what you've done with this like real like i'm gonna try and do something like that yeah yeah, I have to say you can tell by your content as well that you do have those real connections because you've got you got you have a lot of comments on all of your posts. If you if you look yeah. at it, you always have like 60, 70 comments minimum on your on your posts, and that's a lot of interaction. Yeah. Well, that, that, and I think that's something that brands should appreciate more than numbers as 100%. well. Hundred percent. Yeah, because at the end of the day, like we everyone knows that if you want something to go viral, you can pay for it to go viral. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas, like, if something's got a million views and it's got four comments, is it really being appreciated <laughs> or is it just bots? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And do you find that those people are the same people? Like, do you see them all the time in the comments or do you? Do you yeah, I think, I think it's just like mutual followers and people that, yeah. like, are kind of in the space, kind of like consistent as well with their content and what they're pushing out. Totally. So it's like, it's, it, you're, you've got to see, well, you haven't got to see, but I mean, I see my feed as a mood board. So I'm following people that inspire me, that are like producing similar content or, and yeah, it's it's all good to swipe. But at the end of the day, if you want to interact with that person, that person's going to come back to you. Mm. 
Have you ever done any collabs in real life with, uh, as in like on content wise with people? Um, no, I don't think I have actually. I, I spoke to someone that I'd met at an event that had asked me to do something like that because loads yeah. of people were as well. Like, oh, how, how do you make this real? Like, oh, I'd love to be able to do this. Like, not kind of like hinting, but like suggesting. And then a mm. guy did come up to me and he's like, I'd love to make a real review. Like, if we yeah. could shoot something and like edit it together and whatnot. Mm. I haven't. But yeah, I'm. I'll be very open to. That'd be good to do, yeah. actually, wouldn't it? I mean, a lot of people love your love the content, and it would be interesting to get your style on their like on their page. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they could take some learnings for that. So yeah. Cool. And then so, uh, someone was recently asking me if I'd do a course for like how to make reels, and I was like, that's something that I'd never thought of. But that 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 can kind of make sense yeah, as well. Definitely it's a really smart idea. Yeah, definitely. Because really I'd say your content is like technically of a higher standard than a lot of people in terms of the the. The hours that have to go into making that as yeah. opposed to i'm not discrediting anyone that just no, kind of films so. their sneakers on their bed or whatever but you know you, what you do takes a lot longer but clearly um time that goes into video doesn't always translate into most views so there's, yeah, there's clearly something else going on there isn't it i don't know what it is how have you found it recently with reels and, and viewership and things oh, like we that? love reels like, don't we yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, well for me personally reels have like not been getting the traction that they once done right. And it, it can be very disheartening to be like spending so much time on a piece of content and it like flopping. Yeah. And then you'll spend like nothing on like, I think my most viewed is like this simple transition that took me 10 minutes. And I was like, I need to just get something out there. Mm. Absolutely popped off. Mm. And I was like, how, how is that? How is that like gone like mad? But something that I'll spend ages on hasn't. But it's it's also like, you've got to step back and be like, you're, you're not doing it for numbers. No. You're not doing it for views and that. Like I say, this is like my creative output. So I always need to take a step back and go, it doesn't actually yeah, matter. You shouldn't value the quality of your work by the metrics, but it's hard not to sometimes, yeah, isn't it? Really, yeah. It's also I mean, non-logical. That's and, the, wor the worst thing. And it thing changes. Is the logic of what might yeah. get you views or likes will change. So I think just that yeah. consistency and churning stuff out to a degree, not such that you're spending hours and hours mm. on stuff is probably the best as well. Like, you know, reels take you a while to knock up, don't they, Josh? Oh, I'd love to ask you how yeah. long real takes you to make. Generally. Yeah, that, that, I th I feel like I am too picky sometimes at what's going up. And the thing is, I can spend like five hours on a reel and not upload it because I'm like, you know what, I don't like it. Sure. So it's it's that as well. I've never been like a churner with my page, which is it probably is a disadvantage to me. Like if I was posting There's like balance, every right? yeah every two days or whatnot. And that's what I think as well. I can spend ages on something and upload it. And I'm like, well, well the reason it hasn't popped off because I haven't uploaded in a week. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Whereas if I'd gone like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday and then uploaded it, yeah. it would have had the traction. It would have had the, I think the quote unquote algorithm would have kicked in. Yeah. We're finding really interesting things like even just stories at the moment, right? If you, yes. if you just post one story, it gets way more viewership than if you do multiple. Yeah. But then even if you do multiple one day and then one story the next, it will get less yeah. And it's just some of these story things... numbers is a mad if i upload a piece of content and share it my story viewers is like peanuts it's nothing if i take a random photo upload it crazy numbers really and it's like if they if they account to views as well it would like be so beneficial if i was getting those numbers in my story mm. 
while I was sharing content, mm. it'd be fantastic because it would just it'd be like right there it is, it's out there, yeah, it's getting shared. The worst part of it for me is that it just constant, and you, you, I'm sure you're you're the same. It's like it just constantly changes. Yeah, like I remember that there was that video that the CEO released recently where he was like, um, you know, Instagram is going to be a video first platform, mm. and we're sa- we're sat there going, great, you yeah, know, cool, we're, we're ready for it. Yeah yeah, 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 that's what we're ready for. Massive backlash because people want Instagram to be for images, mm. but I don't think it's doing what it used to for images anyway yeah it's like now we're in a situation now where we've we've not got video being incredibly successful we've not had images and so it's just going to go through a cycle isn't it yeah i think yeah it's it's almost like a guessing game and i think it's kind of pushing you to just like make sure you're doing both yeah because there was a time where reels were like just absolutely popping but then they switched it recently because i i've uploaded a few images that had like been shared so much and i was like how is that how's that been shared so much and i think that was it adjusting back into images and now it's like kind of both but neither at the same time it's really weird yeah so so a question that i know that loads of people are gonna ask and i'm sure have asked you already yeah is like if they were going to start wanting to do what you do they want to create content whether it's streetwear or whatever it's going to be yeah. right, and they want to create reels is there like a piece of advice, like a starter pack that you should say what they should do? Like, should they use an iPhone? Like, should they yeah. download this particular video editing software? Or like, how would you do it? Like, if, it, if someone like literally, yeah, well, not even a course, but as in like, you've got an 18 year old kid, he's asking a piece of advice. Yeah. How would he, how would he get going? He, so he I, I, get going? Yeah, I think like the tools that you use, I mean, the fir- I think the first like piece of content I put out there was like um, self timer, camera, I don't think I, I don't think I use a tripod. I think I had it like balanced on a tree or something like ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And it was like, right, that that's cool. You can do it like that. But if you want to elevate it and advance, I think you might have to invest in some kit. But at the same time, like work out what you want to do before you spend loads of money on like a camera sure. or a tripod or whatnot. I think I'm at the position now where I don't I don't need to buy anything, but I like the idea of trying new things. So that's like I bought the 360 camera and I was like maybe I can implement this. And I wasn't seeing a lot of people in like the, um, the streetwear scene kind of using technology nice. like that. But if I was to give advice to like an 18 year old, it, the first thing would just be like, you actually just can't care what other people think. Mm. Like you need to do Like if you want to do this, just do it. And that, that applies to like taking photos in public as well. Like so many people are going to look at you if you're taking a photo in the street and going sure. like, what is he doing? Like what a knob. Like, <laughs> he thinks he's like that good that he's taking photos when, Obviously, people don't understand like what you're trying to do or what you're doing. Yeah, just what you're trying to do. So you've got to get past that hurdle first, I think. Sure. Of just not caring. So like that self consciousness has just yeah. got to die, which is not easy, right, for people. Which I think is two things as well. It's doing it in the real life and then getting the knockoff online as well. Mm. Like as soon as, like I say, like the first time I upload something, people are messaging me like, "What are you doing? Like posing like this?" So it's like you need to get ready for that after you've uploaded it, and you need to get ready to take like photos and content in public yeah it's it's like anyone who's like doing vlogging like you can watch a youtube video but you've got to be like that person is actually outside holding a camera and talking like in public which so many people couldn't do yeah and 95 percent of people when they're watching that don't think about that process yeah you're holding a tripod up yeah you're literally got it out in front of you it's probably an slr yeah as well by the way it's not even like an iphone so it's like really obvious it's got a mic on top and and the youtubers always say this they say that was the first thing like i just had to get over Mm -hmm. if i didn't do that i wouldn't have been a youtuber 
Um, yeah. So it's just it's just scary, isn't it? Yeah. And I I had um, recently I was picking up some trainers from Selfridges and I was using my 360 camera, yeah. which so many people aren't aware films everything. Okay. So I was filming this trainer and caught the footage of the people behind me. So when I look back at the footage, there was like. They're like frowning at him. <laughs> what is he doing <laughs> like that? But I've got that recorded and it's oh, like the, the best. Did that I, go in? Did I, go in I wanted to upload it and I was awesome. like, you know what? I don't want to get in, like, taken like down having, or them seeing it. It's like having but, eyes in the back of your head. Yeah, it That's really amazing. I was thinking about making a TikTok, like what people see of me making content like that. that. But it was almost you like, should be, you should do that. that. It, it, it wasn't yeah. even like a polite, like, what is he doing? It was like disgust in their face. Yeah. But it was brilliant, like, to record it. Yeah, but you, but really, going back to like what they should do, really, most people can get by with like a iPhone, 100%, a tripod, especially now, and that pretty, that's pretty much it, right? You yeah. can just like do it. Like I remember, I was when going back to the Modern Warfare two days. Yeah, yeah I was yeah. like, I need this, I need this, I need, I need this software, I need uh-huh. to do this thing, I need this mic, I need this whatever. Everyone was going on about Blue Yetis back in the day, yeah. mics, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and actually, you have a mic with your he- with a headset mm-hmm. usually if you're a Call of Duty guy. Like you have the iPhone ready to go, like it's the best quality you can ever yep. get in your pocket. Like it's good, better than some old school cameras. You know yeah. what I mean? And so you might as well. Yeah. Just now, do that. now we're at a point where it isn't a factor. I don't think. I think yeah. you can make good content with your phone. It doesn't even have to be the latest iPhone as well. We've yeah. come so far that you, you do, it doesn't even have to be. Yeah. You do need a tripod. I think. I think so too. But then, how much is a tripod on Amazon? Eight quid. Yeah. Yeah. Just similar one for Jake. Twenty quid. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, peanuts, really. If you want to do it as well, and you've always got to invest in your craft, whatever you're doing, no, no, no matter what you do or how much you earn, anything towards bettering your craft is needed. And so many people don't do that as well, I feel like. Yeah. But 20 quid, 20 quid tripod, 20 quid mic even. Yep. Um, can, you can, you've got your phone you've got already. Your phone. You can also get those filters on the phone. So you can do fisheye on your phone. You yep. can do like all of yep. these things. You can make reels in apps as well. And so many people yeah. ask me what app I've used for some of my really? stuff. And I'm like, oh, it's, yeah, it's, it's not quite an app that does this quote unquote effect. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I think as well, software can be a bit daunting for people because there's so much yeah. choice now. What would you recommend to people for software? Well, yeah. Well, I, mean, I obviously use, everyone has personal preference, yeah. right? I use um, Adobe After Effects, but that is what I, I use that for my career. I use that for that. I've, I used it previously as well, but I don't, I don't think you need... I think start with apps at the end of the day. Find out what you can do and then start looking into free software. That sure. you can, there's free alternatives to every software out there. Like even Photoshop, you don't even need Photoshop. Like I remember my mate at uni used to use GIMP and he used to swear by GIMP. I've never heard of that. Have you heard, heard of it? No. Great name. Yeah. Um, it's basically free Photoshop. Oh wow. Yeah. And he he used to like he used to always go on about. It. He's like, I don't need Is that it. Still I still around. Need that. That I think around? It, I think it's still going. Yeah. But there's basically free. Asking for a friend. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> there's free alternatives to everything. Yeah. Are you using Photoshop? I, I use Canva. Oh, okay. I just yeah, found yeah. I just found it's the simplest system that you can use. Yeah, it does the cutouts and things like that. You know, it's not it's not like Photoshop. Yeah. And I used to use Photoshop, but again, like I I don't use it enough to justify spending Creative yeah. Cloud money on it. And and I would like to use Creative Cloud because I'd like to use Audition and whatever. Yeah. Um, but I don't use it enough to justify that money. So, yeah. And and 
it is expensive. There's no yeah, way around not, that. Yeah, and I you know. don't need, I'd say you probably only scratch the surface of what Photoshop can do. Is that yeah. fair to say, Josh? Oh, oh, you just want Canva, quick, easy. Yeah. It's yeah. a great and, tool, And also Canva. it's more intuitive. Like if way I'm making a YouTube thumbnail, right, mm-hmm. You could, I could 100% sit there and do two hours for a YouTube thumbnail on Photoshop and make it perfect. I've cut myself out beautifully, like yeah. done all that stuff. Do you know what I mean? Like you could do that. Whereas I could press a button on Canva, get yeah. it 85% of the way there. And or even on iOS now, you can do on, cut. Oh my god, that feature is yeah, so scary. Yeah, it is. The mental. hours that I've spent cutting out images, like in my life, not even like for my content, like and the fact that I can press the photo now and it takes it is like so scary. What a nice feature to add into. It, it, it iOS. is brilliant, but it, things like that always scare me of like the future of like my career as well it's like hang on if, if i can do that now with a button what what, what can i do in, in 10 years time with a click of a button yeah but i mean there's always going to be skill there you're yeah to, and also yeah, yeah. you're going to grow in 10 years time you're going to grow yeah. Your skill yeah, set yeah, yeah. Totally. and people will always valuable value stuff that is difficult yeah if you know what i mean and as stuff gets easier and easier it becomes less valuable yeah yeah. That's, what yeah, yeah, yeah that's what exactly. i would say and also there's value in creativity like there's totally. like algorithms can be creative like totally. you can make music you can make you can art open ai now for the what is it wally dali no dali wally. The, the, um, <laughs> image creator that's oh, that unbelievable is so that is scary <laughs> unbelievable isn't oil it? painting what's that yeah yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> done um, it's done do an oil painting of this. Yeah. Enter. Bosh. Yeah, and it will absolutely be done. That is, yeah. that is such scary tech. I mean, that's an episode in itself, surely. Yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah, it is scary. But like you say, the, the creativity, you'll never... I, I always think creative roles. People always used to say to me, like, oh, what roles are going to die out? And it's mm. people going, pilots are going to die out straight away or whatever. Yeah. But, you know, there is the creative side. I don't think you can... You, I don't think you can completely... Yeah, I feel like... It. I think we need people... Like yeah. you can't, you can't code people, especially like in within like the industry as well. Like ideas are generated from conversations yeah. almost. So that's never going to be erased. I think. Yeah. Although things like copy AI is really interesting because yeah. it, it will give you a ad hook line to use. Yeah. That, yeah. And that now that's scary. It's often a good starting point. Stuff like what you just mentioned, and also yeah. the yeah. Dali as well. For a lot of artists are going there to go give me some inspiration. Like yeah. starting. Yeah. You point. can knock up like mood boards like instantly. It's instantly. It, yeah. You're like, oh, draw me a podcast studio yeah. in Picasso style, yeah. and you're like, bang. Done. The craziest can lean it's into that. You can lean into that, like you say. You can use that as source material to then go and totally. create something else, and that—that's a skill that you never. I think, yeah. I think that's a great use for it. And I was talking about this recently as well, like going into a briefing and discussing, like the clients ask for this. It's like right, the clients ask for that. Let's pop it in here, see what we get, and then go from there. Interesting. So it's a great way as a starting point, yeah, and creating mood boards. Are they just, using it in work? Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah, yeah that's yeah. unbelievable. I'd, I'd never thought they would do. Yeah, that. it's just a great way of yeah getting ideas or just putting your ideas in an image as well. If you thought before you'd have to like say an idea and then sketch it out. Yeah, and think like, about right, it. Bomb, this is what I think. Or the fact that you can just type that in now and go. Is that making us lazy? Is that going to diminish creativity, do you think? I think... Oh, it could do. It, it, yeah, it, it could, could do. It could because do. I could do that job now. Yeah. I could be the person that comes up with the, you know, the proof of concept. Yeah. You could, Possibly. but then what I've what I've learned from like so many people that I've worked with is like their resource catalog in their head. So whereas you it's might really be able to say like, oh, this is my idea. I've typed it in here. It's like getting that idea from seeing an ad five years ago sure. or a poster 10 that years mem- ago that, that, memory that you can piece. just yeah. lick off like that. That's something that I don't think anyone can do. And I'm some thinking. of the best creatives 
that I've worked with have this ridiculous library in their head and they're like, oh my God, this is like that BBC advert that I saw in 97. And you're like, how? Like what? Mm. How, how, how is that stuck in there? Yeah. And I think, yeah, I think those are like, you're never going to be able to replace that. Apart from maybe there's an AI hard drive that just accesses it. Which could totally No, I think to about fair. it, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I suppose then for the future of content creators, you're going to have to become ever more creative. You're going to have to contend with this whole AI generated stuff. Yeah. We're thinking it from a, like a marketing point of view. Josh and I are like, where's this going to go? Um, I think consumers are becoming ever more savvy to just kind of um, bullshit content just Big being time. ran down them. Yeah. So, yeah, I wonder where you think um, things are going to go in the next um, year or two. Yeah. One, one thing off the top of my head, I think we need to show people more like value of the stuff that they're going to buy, especially with the economic mm-hmm. uncertainty at the minute, which I don't think we do enough of. Like, oh, buy this because it's going to last forever. It feels really thick or whatever. So, yeah, I wonder what you think yeah, about I th- that. Yeah, I think a lot of people can read into BS now. Yeah, like, bullshit detectors have that- got pretty good i don't even think you need like the hashtag ad like to see that some people and when it's not appropriate as well like if yeah i can't think of an example but if someone approached me and i uploaded it people would go what what is that bill like you'd never use that if i was promoting like a phone that wasn't an iphone and people knew that i was using an iphone every day yeah it's like well i've got this brand new phone yeah it's, have you seen the like yeah, Have you seen yeah. the Huawei tweets recently? Which no, is, what's that? Uh, it's, yeah. You know the, the they make phone phones, brand, is it? Yeah, 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 yeah. And they've been oh, on Twitter. They just do a tweet, like a natural tweet, like going buy this new phone. Yeah, and it'll be posted using an iPhone. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. and they've been called brilliant. out recently. And it's public; like people, it's very that easily is, seen. Like yeah. It's, uh, so yeah, they, there's a lot of control. So yeah, I think I think it's just about being appropriate and like, and even like brands realizing that if they're sending clothes to people, it has to be people that would wear those clothes and not even so much as clothes so i was approached by um like a sneaker reselling store um based in east london and they was like oh we'd love to invite you down like shoot some content and this is like a shop that markets their shoes to a ridiculous amount of money okay like above market value yeah and i was like if i put that on my channel and like advertise to go and spend too much money on things. How's that going to make me look? Yeah. So I, yeah, it was that was you. another thing that I declined as well because I was like I wouldn't want to promote someone that I feel is taking advantage of people that don't have the knowledge of certain things. So yeah. you mean because everyone's doing it now you can as a creator yourself can yeah. be very selective yeah, exactly. about who you do want to work with and you don't. And you've if, got yeah. to turn stuff down, though. You've got, you've to. You've got to. to. Yeah, you have to, big time. Because, yeah, imagine... And that can be hard at the start, right? When you want to get yeah. some money or whatever. Yeah, 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 Which is why I think you need to, like, draw certain lines of, like... Have your boundaries. Yeah. Imagine, like, some, like, 16-year-old kid goes, right, I've got £200, like, from mum and dad for Christmas. Um, and I saw your ad, so I bought these trainers. And I'm like, well, those trainers are £50. Like, why have you spent £200 on yeah. it? Like, it's, th- those were the it's things that were wrong. coming into my head. Yeah. It was like, it's just not appropriate and you shouldn't promote things that you wouldn't do yourself. No. So I think, yeah, so people are reading into the BS. I think things have to be appropriate. And I think it's going back to using things in the correct context as well. Sure. Like if someone sends you a product, it's not about just taking a photo of it on the bed. It's how, we, how are you actually <laughs> going to use that product? Yeah. 
Yeah. Showing the utility, I think. Yeah. The big consumer. Time. But I think what is a struggle is... Which is I hard, think, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Unless I, you want to do a documentary about you, you know, yeah. your new jumper. <laughs> yeah, exactly, it's like, well, yeah. how do you convey that in a fashionable way as well without making a full-scale advert for yeah, it? Yeah. It's, it's it, tough, it, isn't it? It is a tough one. It is bloody and tough. And I think what you guys talk about as well is like quality and like substance to actual items which is something that's even harder to get across because it's like you can't just give it to someone and go look feel this like i'm not just chatting like this is a really good quality garment so that's also another thing for for us it's like uh it's always show rather than tell like i don't want to tell you that it's a quality garment i want to show you in whatever way i can so whether that's like close-up images or like Mm -hmm. physically showing like the product being made or things like that there's there's ways to convey it in a way that you're not just going like me saying this is a quality t-shirt yeah you don't you that doesn't convey any meaning does it really yeah exactly it's like how do i do that how do i show you that and that's the beauty of the content that's why there is value in content creation yeah you Especially can, you fit don't. as well. I know you yeah. guys are like very big on fit. It's like seeing someone that's not in a studio wearing this piece. Like they haven't got like a clip behind totally. it to make it look like it fits better. Yeah, it's like real world, and it's that I think that's more shown in video as well totally. because obviously you can Photoshop a photo and make your arms look bigger in a certain t-shirt or something. Not <laughs> that I've seen many. Done it. Not <laughs> that I've seen many muscle fit t-shirts on a vest day. But. <laughs> maybe we're missing a yeah. trick. Yeah, maybe we are. Maybe we're missing. Where's that vest category, boys? Where? Yeah, yeah. Well, the clue's in the name, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> we've, got to, we've got to get it somehow. A vest day. Eh? So yeah, I, yeah. So I think, yeah, I think that. I mean, that could be an April Fool's ad. That, let's just put that one right, out. Right. Well, everyone, let's forget yeah. that. <laughs> let's forget that until April No one come back year. to the, yeah. one-stop yeah. shop for vests. Yeah. Have you have you thought about putting video on a vest day in viewing the products? So this is a this is a perpetual I know issue. That is hard as well. It's a perpetual issue for uh, web developers. So Jake. So it. at the minute, we obviously yeah. don't take any of our own product imagery. It's yep. purely just imported from mm-hmm. their stores, and so obviously there's a uh, inconsistency in mm-hmm. that as well, which is not ideal but we you know we're just starting out i think we would love to to take all of our own images to have that consistency and then accompany it with with video that Mm. would be the goal i suppose but to do that we would need to get all the products sent to us take the pictures send it back so right now no but yeah yeah it would help sell from from a website perspective though does it really screw up the seo process the load process like anything like that videos can be done video is fine Really? Yeah, yeah. You don't load it unless someone wants to look at it. You don't just load it onto the page until oh, okay. until cool. someone scrolls to it. It's called lazy loading. Mm-hmm. Love that. So, and also, I think another thing is like three D scanning. Like, yes. um, I've, I was using this app recently where you just like take loads of photos of it, and then you've got the three D model. Sure. Does like, it put it onto was... you like the garment well, that, or anything well, like that? No, but that that's that's something that would be cool. amazing, wouldn't it? Imagine if you could like import yourself. It'd be in. unreal. Well. I tell you, Pokemon Go should as a side product of their product they yep. should almost build that in and then sell the data yeah that would be a good way of them wow money. fucking hell maybe mate. they already do maybe yeah maybe yeah, they already do there's I mean, a lot of brands that do something and then you find out that their business model is actually built off of like a side piece of doing yeah. that mm-hmm. capture you know the capture boxes yeah that was the, that was genius if you've ever listened to the podcast about that you know when you translate the letters and you write what they are that was because the new york times wanted all of their old newspapers turned into digital format oh, okay and so google basically used that as a way of verifying security and then selling the data back to the new york times it's crazy isn't that yeah. the guy that fought that up? And then yeah, now they're doing it with image recognition as well. Like yeah, that's yeah. why you have to guess where the bridge is and where the car yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. 
because it's all imagery. Exactly. And they're doing it for Google Maps yep. or, or AI cars as well, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Or as a secondary purpose. Yeah. yeah. Genius. Data is yeah. money. Yeah, Data is crazy. Money. But I would love so, it. On the 3D model point, I would love to get 3D models on the site and, and to do to, it in an effective way so that you could see contextually how big it was compared to other yeah. things. That would be really good. I think it would be amazing, but I think at the moment it's early doors, isn't it, for 3D scanning and oh, like God, web. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, people always ask us about sizing, so we need to yeah, we need to level up in that area, I think. I, I, I don't think know what the answer a, is. Yet. I think that's a big gap in it's the market for everyone. Piece. Where it's like, if you can show this T-shirt is going to fit you in this way, mm-hmm. you'd solve the online yep. shopping issue. Yeah. Because that is a massive problem. I thought ASOS had started it and then stopped. I remember seeing something where they would have like 20 models wearing that one garment in that one size. Oh, yeah. really? And I think, I think it was like you click medium and it would open a spreadsheet almost of 20 different people all That's shapes and cool. sizes wearing that and it would tell you their right. height their weight yeah would exactly it? yeah yeah wow, and okay. i think i think they might have used i'm not i'm not sure but i think they might have used it as a publicity stunt like look what we're doing and then never did it again oh wow because I, i've never i mean i don't really shop asos no at all now but no. i haven't seen it since I no. saw that. And then they have that feature at the moment where it's like you put in your height and your weight, but I, I don't think that's enough variables. Even that, yeah. Yeah, I don't, yeah. And, and then they say, have your age as well, which I think, what, yeah, what data have they got from... No, but they must yeah. have got just, some data from that somehow. From age. The same Maybe just like, they just like, well, let's just collect more data about people whilst they're, yeah, whilst yeah, they're yeah, on the something site. Something to sell, exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah um, I mean, height and weight key, means nothing it? really, does it? Not at all. Because you could be a taller bloke that likes his t-shirt fitting in a certain way that is completely different. Shoulders, narrow shoulders, yeah, yeah, yeah. endomorphs, ectomorphs, mesomorphs. Skip leg day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that can be one of the questions. (laughs) (laughs) Skip leg day. That's Um, brilliant. How many times have you skipped leg day? Every single (laughs) time. time. (laughs) (laughs) That is brilliant, actually. But yeah, it's so true. We need to solve that issue. We do. It's a it's a really hard thing to solve. Especially aggregating so many different products from different brands, different t shirts, they're all yeah. Yeah, and of course you're not going to get it right straight no, away yeah. anyway. Like I've seen that your guys' sites like changing constantly. Yeah, and even like I dropped you a message once, and I was like, you need to have like sort by color, and you was like, it's just in, yeah, just updated, just done it, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like We'd, all these little things, like even filtering, like fil- filtering seems like it's an easy thing to do, and yes, in some some factors it's really easy, but yeah. in other factors, it a lot of it is difficult because again, it's all based on a database, and you have yeah. to have all of those columns within Coded the database up. to make it to make it happen, and a lot of it isn't. Like a lot of it is manual. Yeah, a lot yeah, of, of course like, you've got to put it in yourself. You have to put the yeah, sizes yeah, yeah. in, um, or whatever it is, or lengths, or whatever like that. It, it can't totally. be done automatically. Totally. Which is uh, which is hard. What other features, or, or are you allowed to say what features you are working on on the site now? Yeah, absolutely. Um, we want to codify all the images that we get on the site so that we can have a bit more consistency with mm-hmm. them so you can throw an image into google's ai vision and it will say right there's a 98 percent chance this has a person in it okay. so we could use all people for our images rather than the kind of ones that are just put on yeah, concrete sure. stuff like that yeah so that's something we want to do because basically you know when you go on the site and mm. you've got like a lay down image and then you've got a person and then you've got like a cropped yeah. version and you've got this. So that that's the thing that when we're talking about like when people consume a website or consume like an Instagram profile, that is a sort of a friction area that people would go, oh, I don't like that. Switch off. Yeah. It's not aesthetically pleasing. There's something subconscious about totally. that. Yeah, I think so. Whereas if we could go 
only source images of people. There's something slightly different about that. So people are in them, you see what they're like. And again, like you say, you, you know what they look like. Yeah. Again, like a lot of our retailers, they use models, but they're more, I feel like they're more yeah, real. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. Using quote unquote models is also something as well. It's like, <laughs> yeah. this guy is six foot eight and he wears a size small. Yeah. And like things like that. Yeah. You're like, how? Yeah. How's it not biggest, a crop top? That's my, biggest, <laughs> that's my biggest pet peeve of the whole thing. It's like, yeah, this guy's six three, wears a medium. Like I've... Uh, Never wear a medium in my life. Yeah. I'd yeah. say, have you yeah. ever ordered anything online and been like, right, when this turns up, I know it's going to fit me. There's always that bit of fear, isn't it? Yeah. When it arrives and you're like... Mm. It's something that's ridiculously hard to achieve because even like with brands, like they'll have inconsistencies in totally. their own garments. It's true. If, they, if they've designed a certain garment, what, why does that have to be the same size as true. another garment almost? We'll solve it, maybe. Yeah. Someday. Yeah. It is scary. But I like the idea of like seeing like here's the brand's images with the models, here's like the product shots themselves, and then here's like content, here's people in the real world yep. using it. Like yeah. to be able to see that, I with think. With the data of all of those people as yeah. well. He's six yeah, exactly. foot two and yeah. 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 Skips leg day. Yeah. <laughs> and I also like I love the idea of it all being like creator Uniform. content. Uh, but also like creator content. Like yeah, actually yeah, sourcing be... real people that have created mm. their own images. And like, again, when you're looking at a piece of content and you're like you're you're looking at a t shirt and you could have a standard laid down, a model shot, or you could have an influencer piece of content. I know what I'd rather look at. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Um and I think that's that's how people consume brands as well. Like people don't necessarily consume brands by like knowing what they are it's like sure. seeing it as as content almost and going oh what's this brand like how, how totally. come i've never seen that let me let me go find out about that it's not about seeing totally. that image in the studio totally it's like what kind of people wear this brand yeah are they the same yeah, as exactly. me do i resonate with these yeah. kind of people i think that's massive we just wrap it up and say where can people find you yeah. on the internet and uh, obviously your address as well <laughs> <laughs> my waist my age <laughs> did I skip leg day I have skipped leg day far too many times um, you can find me on billy underscore story on Instagram TikTok and hopefully not like a 13 year old version of me on YouTube playing Call of Duty so are you going to tell us that username never, or not never <laughs> it's oh, now lovely. on screen lovely <laughs> <laughs> just cuts to the clip <laughs> oh <laughs> awful oh, yeah. very high pitched billy <laughs> oh, oh no. I pulled some new Oh, no. yeah. it makes me cringe so much. Oh, well, this has been, it's been fun. It's been amazing, it's guys. Been Thank wicked. you so much for Thanks having for me. Thanks for coming as well on. And, uh, loving your guys' journey. Thanks so much. We're gonna. This isn't going to be the last time you do one of these. With yeah, us, no, sorry, I'm, you're going to have to come yeah. back. And yeah, do we'll have to one. charge you because you'll have a million followers next oh, time we want you on. Yeah, I, I'd be happy to come down anytime and chip into any conversation. So, yeah, excellent. Love it, mate. Thanks so much. Cheers. Thank you. 